0: So I don't know if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins event, but man, these are some long ass days. (laughs) Don't know and don't follow me on Facebook or social media. First of all, if you don't, you should be. So go find me. Badass Business Babe is my handle everywhere. But for those of you who aren't following me, you should know that I, for the last three days, have been in intensive training with Tony Robbins in an event called Date with Destiny. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but um, if you're interested, you should go check out the documentary, I Am Not Your Guru. The whole documentary is based on this event, and it'll give you a little bit of an idea of what I've been experiencing these last three days. Before we dive into anything, I need to say something really important. If you are not working on yourself as a business owner, your business is never going to succeed at the level at which you imagine. And that's really, really important. It's actually one of the big fundamental values of my business practice because I have this very strong rule for myself that if I'm not growing, my business is dying. And it's my obligation and my duty to continuously stretch myself to new levels. All of us need to continue to be growing. I was at Whole Foods yesterday picking up our food before the event, it's something that we've been doing routinely every morning to get some healthy food into our system. These events go really long, they start at around 10 or 11 o'clock and they don't end until midnight, 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. (laughs) It's crazy, it's crazy intensive, the room is freezing, you're jumping up and down, people are crying, people are laughing, people are screaming. Um, it is one of the most beautiful experiences on the planet. It's why I have returned to a Tony Robbins event. This is my third one. And I wanted to take a minute to share what I believe is probably one of the, probably the most eye-opening experience for me at any Tony Robbins event I've ever been to. It happened yesterday. Um, Yeah, so let's talk about it. This woman could not be saved by Tony Robbins, and I gotta tell you, there are about 4,000 people in this room, and I was so blessed that of everywhere this moment could happen, it transpired right in my area of the room, and I sat there in awe watching Tony work with this this woman over and over again about her struggles and this difficult time she was having and trying to help her break through and release all of this, this bad oppression that she had been carrying on her in her life, and Tony Robbins couldn't save her. And I want to take a minute to talk about this story because if you're out there thinking that the answer to your problems is a coach or to pray to God or to just sit and wait for this magical moment where everything's going to feel okay again, you will never, you'll never arrive. You'll never get there. See, Tony has this practice and it's something that I've, I've come to believe in my life, which is that you hold the power to your destiny. Nobody else does. And you can sit and wait and hope and pray for one day, things to just happen for you, and they never will. You hold the key to your destiny. So Tony Robbins um, is doing this exercise with us where we're talking about the old emotions that we used to carry with us, the old emotions of blame or shame or doubt. Maybe you have a moment in your life that you've been carrying with you for quite a while. And think about that moment while we go through this podcast. It may be a trauma that you experienced. It may be the blame that you have um, towards your parents for not treating you the way you deserve. Maybe it's the frustration around your business that you feel like you're always going to fail and that you're never going to succeed. Whatever that limiting belief is, Tony was walking us through an experience where we could let go of the past and step into the future. And as a coach, if there are any coaches on the line, you may relate to this, you may not, you may... Criticize me a little bit for what I'm about to say, but I really have a hard time working with victims And I don't mean victims of abuse because I am a victim of abuse. I was raped my freshman year of college I was sexually assaulted at the age of 14 by six or seven different men um, And what I realized Was that that's not being a victim what's being a victim is when you allow it to Shame and control and uh, you know live your whole entire life with this burden, right? So this woman had this this experience in her life that she couldn't let go of. She was We'll just call her Anne for this, for the purposes of this podcast, because of course we have to keep things confidential. But she, um, this woman Anne, had been raped uh, fourteen years ago. She said, held at gunpoint in a grocery store, and her husband just told her to go home and take a shower. And she was so devastated by this, by the fact that he didn't come to save her. He didn't, he didn't swoop in and save all her problems, and she bullied and belittled him for the next 14 years of their marriage to the point where he felt so emasculated he started to look for love elsewhere. And so this woman is crying as she shares her story and Tony's trying to get her to break through and share the part of the exercise that was Shifting into who you're going to be. What emotions do you want to live your life by? We all live our life by certain emotions. We all have what Tony calls an emotional home. So this woman's emotional home was being the victim. It was feeling the oppression and feeling like she was being attacked. And she felt very safe there because, really important to know, anything we hold on to serves us. So she got a lot of significance in her story of being this woman who had been through trauma. Poor me, poor me. Unhealthy marriage behind closed doors. Poor me, poor me. I was raped, and she uh, she obsessed with her victim identity because that made her feel significant. Now, if you are a life coach, I'll go back to this thing that I mentioned before. But if you are a life coach, it's really um, <laughs> it's a really big difficult thing to try to coach someone through a breakthrough when they don't want to be helped when they don't want to let go of their old story when they are so attached to this identity of who they are and this woman was so attached she got so much attention from this audience as Tony was trying to work with her to get these breakthroughs to shift to let go to forgive to finally decide to be the woman that she truly wanted to be in her higher self space but she wouldn't let herself go there because why she was being served by her victimhood. She felt significant, she felt important, she got attention, she got love, she got support. And Tony is working with her for an hour in front of all of us at a part of the seminar where this was not supposed to happen. And so all of us are watching this woman and she keeps saying over and over again, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. He says, let go of this, let go of this. She says, I'm trying, I'm trying. I don't know what else to do. I'm trying. And Tony takes out a chair and he says, trying is bullshit. And he's mad this whole entire time. Like he's pissed at this woman and he's doing it on purpose. Because if you guys have ever been coached, it's really important to remember that part of being a coach is not giving people what they want. It's giving people what they need. And this woman needed a breakthrough. And so if her dynamic is to always be the victim, Tony fucking stepped up and he victimized her. And he put her in a space where she had to decide, is she going to be a victim or is she going to be empowered? And there was a brief moment or two where she stood up and she was like, that's bullshit, Tony. And she got mad back and she stood her ground and found moments of empowerment, but then she would creep back into her old story. Maybe you guys feel this way. Maybe you find yourself in moments where you sort of start to step into your brilliance, but it's unfamiliar or you're not certain or you don't know that part of your identity. And then you revert back and you go back into your old ways of being a victim and you get stuck, right? That's because that's your emotional home. So your emotional home is to feel safe and small. Maybe your emotional home is to be the victim. Maybe your emotional home is to always have drama around you or to always be striving and never succeeding. We all have different emotional homes. And so this woman's like, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying so hard, Tony. And she's crying and she's a mess. And he's like, that's fucking bullshit. You're not trying. Here. And he takes out this chair and he puts it down. He says, pick up this chair. And he says, okay, great. Now try to pick up the chair. And she looks at him funny. She's like, what do you mean? Like, try to pick up the chair. He goes, go ahead. You're trying, right? So try to pick up the chair. And so she slightly picks up the chair a little bit. And he goes, no, no, no. That's You're picking up the chair. I said, try to pick up the chair. So she tries to pick it up a different way. And he goes, no, no, no. That's actually picking it up. You're not pick, You're not trying to pick up the chair. I want you to try to pick up the chair. And then at one point, she just puts her hands on top of the chair and doesn't do anything. He goes, well, now you're doing nothing. That's not trying try to pick up the chair. And I was like, fuck, this is a breakthrough. Trying is nothing. Trying is bullshit. Trying doesn't mean anything. Trying means you're doing nothing. And it was such a beautiful moment because this woman, all she had to do was choose in an instant to let go of her story, to decide to be an empowered woman. And while we're all watching her, Tony decides to walk away and end the intervention. And that's something I've never seen him do. Every intervention I've seen him do always ends in tears and happiness and hugs and beautiful breakthroughs and empowered people and total change. And she was just wasting everybody's time because she didn't know how to break out of her story. And so here's what I'm going to tell you. Two things. Number one. If you are a coachee, if you're the person who's being coached, the person who's trying to change, the person who's listening to this podcast because you're like, no, I need to improve my life. I need to do something. Start fucking taking action. Stop sitting around because you can be stuck in your emotional home of depression, sadness, frustration, never arriving, never being who you want, never achieving what you want, being not the version of yourself that you want to be. You can stay there, you have a choice. But if you choose again, it's an instant. It is a decision. It is a millisecond in time, that moment that you decide to completely change your life and be a totally different person. And she would not decide. She didn't understand. She couldn't grasp the concept that she held the key. It wasn't Tony. In the beginning of the training, she said, Tony, you're my hero. You're my hero. And halfway through the intervention, she said, um... I've been praying and praying to God and nothing's happening and I don't know what to do. And what she's looking for is a hero outside of herself. She's looking for the solution that will just arrive on her doorstep or that will just swoop right in and pick her up and save her. She is the archetype of the damsel in distress who needs to be saved. So if that's you, fucking change it. Do something different today. Choose to take action. Stop sitting around and waiting for some big light bulb or some big download to come. Start moving towards the life that you want and stop waiting for somebody else to come in and give you what you need. And the other part of this too, um, part two I want to share about this, is that if you are a victim out there, if you are the victim of abuse, um, the real victim life is letting something like that occupy space in your brain way long after it has actually happened. This was something I learned way back when, and I'll take a sidestep of my business coaching just to share, but fuck, man. If you're letting one horrible moment of your life, 20, 30, 40 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 5 months ago, consume your brain, you're wasting your purpose on this planet. You're wasting your own precious time. So choosing to let go, and not from a space of like, oh, what, that, what happened was okay, right? Like, because that's not what it's about. It's about choosing to be something else because you know that you don't deserve a life where you are being crippled by your past decisions or your past experiences or how you've been treated in the past. You have to choose to honor your future and say, well, this is not who I want to be. I want to be this person who empowers and motivates and changes. I want to be a light in this life for maybe my children or maybe for me or maybe for the people I coach you got to fucking choose again. Every single time you get stuck in the space of poor me, poor me, choose again. Every time you find yourself in this position of not being good enough for what you want, choose again. Your thoughts are the most powerful thing on the planet. She is literally drowning herself in this space of not being good enough because that's what she knows. And so she has to choose again to step into the space of being an empowered woman. Your emotions run your life. Your your emotions are the energy at which you exist. So if you want to be a person who makes a million dollars and succeeds in her business and has a beautiful family and a, a, a man she loves and a life she loves and the adventure that she craves in her life in an instant, if you want this physical stuff, the answer to it is to shift into a new emotional home. You have to learn how to step into this space of really understanding that your emotions dictate what you want. What you want doesn't dictate what your emotions are when you receive it. Your emotions create what you want. So if you want to be that person, you have to ask yourself, what would my emotional home be? Maybe it's adventure. Maybe it's the emotion of passion. Maybe it's the emotion of curiosity or courage We did this exercise where we let go of these three emotions, and that's how Tony started doing this intervention with this woman because she wouldn't let go. She had a a controlling emotion in her life of shame. It carried with her every single place to the point where she was ashamed all the time. But she also had an emotional home of longing for significance. So she used her shame to feel significant. Now just to share mine with you because I think it's really important to – give you some more examples so you can understand what's happening here. My emotional home was never being good enough. That was my emotional home. And my emotional home for a while in my business was fear, and frustration, and disappointment. Those were the emotions that I knew I could identify with because I had experienced them for a very long period in my life outside of my business. I was frustrated that I never got the love I wanted in the way I wanted it from my parents. I was frustrated that life took advantage of me and brought me some really shitty moments, right? I was disappointed that I didn't create a life that I wanted at certain parts of my life, right? So I developed these associations with frustration, and disappointment, and Um, Never being good enough. And so when I, if that's my emotional home, when I came into my business, those emotions were still there. They were still a place that I would return to. So I would get frustrated when things wouldn't go my way one month and I wasn't making the money I wanted. And I would get disappointed when I put a program out and I didn't reach the numbers I wanted to reach. And I would feel like I wasn't enough because I would see other people doing great, incredible, beautiful things. And I would ask myself, why aren't I doing that? My emotional home carried through into my business, and I had to choose again, and I had to decide that I didn't want to live there anymore. So, in order to remove the negative emotions you have around your business or around your life, for example, if you know if this woman is striking a chord with you, and you realize you have an emotional home, um, especially in relationships. First of all, my rela- my emotional home in relationships was always problems. There's always a problem, right? There's always an issue. The rug is going to get pulled out from underneath me. I have to make sure I'm you know, prepared and safe and protected and all of this jazz. And that was my emotional home. It was really around fear. And because that was my emotional home, I could never build and produce high-quality relationships because I was attracting people who really loved to make me scared, right? And I attracted abusive relationships. And I put myself in positions where I was still... Uh, comfortable because I was still experiencing what I knew, fear. So here's the lesson in this. You need to shift out of the old you who values and prioritizes this safe space of emotional home. Even if it isn't a good emotion, guys, it's safe because you know it. The devil we know is always better than the devil we don't, right? So you know this space as a safe space because it's what you know. This woman knew her identity was around poor me, poor me, shame, embarrassment, longing for significance to be important. Okay. So you got to choose again. So here's the challenge for you guys. What three emotions, if you could remove three negative emotions from your life, what would they be? What would the three emotions you want to remove that are dictating your life and unhappiness right now? And what would you replace them with? If you had a choice to choose again and live a life where you valued three other different emotions, what would they be? I'll share mine with you. Last night in our little intervention moment, and we all wrote down what our three new words were, mine were confidence, being faithful, and being grateful. And those three, Tony had us chant over and over again for like 25 minutes. It was an insane meditation. I am confident, I am faithful, and I am grateful. And I could sit there in this meditation and imagine what my life would be like if I chose those three words. So if I chose those three words, I would strive for confidence. I would do things that I know would make me feel confident. And I would push myself to be confident in situations where I was not sure what was on the other side because that's who I am. And if I was faithful, I wouldn't be worried about money all the time. I wouldn't be scared of not making the bills or scared that my business was going to go under if I took a week away or took time with my family. I would be faithful that everything that was happening was divine guidance and that I was safe. And if I was grateful, I could truly feel into the positive emotions associated with every moment of my life, even the bad ones. And I could be grateful for what had happened And I could attract more amazing things in my life. So you see how that works? Your emotional home dictates where you go. So this is the challenge for you guys. You're going to choose a new emotional home at the end of this training, at the end of this podcast. Go choose a fucking new emotional home. Stop being stuck in your story. Tony ended up walking away from this woman because she wouldn't let go of her truth. And he took a break. He literally walked off the stage. It was so insane for me because as a coach, I have moments like this. I have clients that get stuck in their victim story because that used to be me. And I have these moments of craving to do things the way Tony did in that moment. And sometimes I resist for fear of hurting hurting them or disappointing them. And as a coach, this is really important. Check your ego at the door, you guys. Your job is to facilitate breakthrough. It's not to be popular. It's not to be well-liked. It's not to be loved and, and adored and looked at as a hero by your clients. You are fucking designed on this planet to help people produce results in their life. It's not about you. So know this – that sometimes you will attract these people in your business who are so obsessed in with their victim archetype. They're so wrapped up in their story of not being good enough. They're there in that space because that's what they know and that's what makes them feel important. And sometimes you have to shift people with a, a higher intensity and a more uncomfortable space than you're accustomed to on the regular. That's your job as a coach. So let that be a lesson to you for all of you guys who are helping people out there. Maybe you're in a network marketing business and you hear people say, oh, this is just so hard and I can't do it and I, don't, I just, I, I, I can't do this and I'm not enough and I don't know how to share and I'm stuck in that victim story, right? Maybe you're a life coach and you attract people who say, you know, poor me, poor me, this bad thing happened to me 20 years ago or five years ago and they're still talking about it and they're still obsessed with it and it's still dictating their life. Or maybe you're trying to run your business and you keep getting people who are so stuck in their money story where they keep telling you how broke they are and how they don't have any money for anything so they can't work for you, work with you. (laughs) Whatever's going on, just know that sometimes you need to push people to have breakthroughs in a way that makes you uncomfortable. And that's Okay. Because your job is to help people. It's not to be popular. So Tony walked away, got off stage, went back. This poor woman. I mean, she's crying in front of everybody. She's disappointed because she didn't get the breakthrough from Tony. She's mad at him because he's been bullying her in front of everybody for the past hour, trying to shake her out of her old story. And she has to sit down, never not getting what she wanted. And her failure was a beautiful, empowering example for so many women out there. He had us all reflect on what had happened. He said, Everybody take out your notebooks and write down what the fuck just happened and like how you felt about it. And I was like, Oh my God, I need to like go for a walk because this was fucking insane. I watched Tony through this breakthrough. Um, and what was so blessing, what was so, gr- I was so grateful for um, about this moment was that it happened so close to me in the room. So I could really watch Tony. Um, During interventions, usually the cameraman is putting a lot of his, you know, focus on this woman or the person Tony's working with. So if you're not right next to the event in the room of 4,000 people, you're really just seeing the person who's having the transformation because that's where the most impact is for the people who crave transformation, right? It's to watch it happen. But for me as a coach, like, I want to watch Tony, man. Like, I want to see what he's doing, what his thoughts are, and how he's shifting and, like, try to analyze him. And so I'm, like, enamored watching him go through this process with this woman and it was fucking insane just to know that the minute he stepped into it i could tell he was identifying that this woman was a victim like he could see it he could predict it he didn't need to open his heart to her and and suddenly get sideswiped by this total sad, s- sad, sop story, whatever. He knew when he was coming into it what he was receiving, and he could protect himself and say, all right, I got a victim on my hands. I got to, you know, take a step back and, and really push her into a new level. And it was really beautiful to watch that. So he had us all reflect on what we had learned, and I um, I really felt, for me, very, honestly, very pissed off at this woman. I was I was very frustrated. I was wondering god damn it like you're ruining your whole entire life you your husband's gonna divorce you you're gonna lose your your whole identity with him um because you've been abusing him because you're blaming him for your rape and you can't let go and uh yeah so i wrote it down and then tony came back on stage and he said all right Let's share what we learned. And he pointed to this one woman, and this one woman said that she was raped in her other in her home country and she actually had to escape and leave because she would be killed. It wasn't safe for her. And she said in that moment of watching this woman, she chose to release every negative feeling she had. Because she was being significant with her story and she didn't want to be anymore. She didn't want to be identified in her heart as that woman who was poor me, poor me. She wanted to be a fucking badass bitch who could accomplish everything. And she was incredible to listen to. And it just goes to show you, um, she was lit up. Her energy, she was infectious. She was happy. She was smiling. She was screaming and chanting. And it was just just gorgeous. And these are two people who have both th- been through trauma Both had difficult times, and both had very different outcomes. And the difference is that one chose to release and to make space for the joy of life, and the other one didn't. So I want you to know something. No matter what you're trying to shift into, you have a choice. No matter where you're going in your life, you can choose to go after that with passion and happiness and fulfillment, or you could choose to be frustrated, disappointed, and angry. Everyone has a choice. So just to recap, what are your three emotional homes, the three emotions that you live by on the day-to-day, the three emotions that come up a lot for you? And what three emotions do you want to replace them with? What three higher quality emotions would you love to live your life by? And if you could live your life by those three emotions every day, you would experience so much fucking joy on the planet. It would be ridiculous. The other part of this too that I just want to mention, you're your own hero. This woman was looking outside herself the whole entire time to receive what she wanted. She was looking for love from other people. She was looking for significance from other people. She was looking for a hero like Tony to save her, and she was praying to God for one day, God to save her. You're your own fucking hero. Go spend some time with her. Go meet her. Go get to know her. Go fill her life with so many beautiful fucking emotions on the planet that you don't even know what to do with yourself. Go fucking be amazing. Go be amazing. You guys deserve the life that you're truly craving. But you got to find a new emotional home. Your whole entire life depends on it. All right, guys. I'm off to day. This is actually day three of the event. I've been here for three days or four days now. But this is the third third day of the event. And I'm so excited. And I know that with every shift I have, I am bringing it back to you guys to help you have breakthroughs. I literally have a notebook of like 20 pages already, and um, I might have to buy a new notebook. (laughs) All right, go kick ass, babes. Go live the life you truly deserve. For more information on me and the Badass Business Tribe, please visit badassbusinessbabe.com.